16 of the Gills Cast. I'm your host, Brock Stonic, joined by co-host Sean Flattery, and today we're here with Case Baker to discuss our senior year and everything leading up to that time. So, how you do, how you doing today, Case? Good, how are you guys? Good. Good, man. We just thought we'd talk about, I guess, how we're getting ready to graduate in what, about a week? A week, mm-hmm. and, a week yeah. and a half, almost. Yeah, it's crazy. Just talk about some memories, I guess. And yeah. yeah. So, let's start with, you know, down in elementary school, uh, what we did there. I personally was, you know, in kindergarten, first grade, as in Miss Woodruff's class. Um, can't remember all what happened, but I had a really, really good time. Uh, what classes were you guys in? I was in Mrs. Gross, and I think easily it was probably one of the most, like, fun, like, experiences for me looking back, because, I don't know, just looking back on it, we messed around all the time. We are kind of chaotic. I don't know how Mrs. Gross was able to handle us. We had kids that would glue their desks shut. We'd have kids running away from the school, leaving, <laughs> having to get chased down, um, just hiding in the hallways. Just I don't know how she managed to just hold on to us, but I don't know. It was a fun year looking back, and I just can't believe she handled us chaotic kids. What yeah. in case? I don't even remember my uh, kindergarten teacher's name. Folker? Yeah, oh, Miss Folker, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yep. Uh, I remember that when it was her birthday, she would always give us a new box of crayons, and that was like my favorite part, <laughs> getting the box of crayons and like drawing and stuff, but yeah, my class was kind of chill. I, I remember Miss Woodrow's class and the class you're talking about is like a little, a little bit crazier. Mine was kind of just chill and kind of did her own thing, and I remember when we had nap time after like recess or lunch or whatever, we would put down our mats in the on the floor and went to watch movies and stuff. Yep, was, those were the days. We all took advantage of nap time. Yeah. Yep. Well, so going into like second, third, fourth grade, um, you know, time in there, you know, what do you guys, I remember I had Mrs. Strite, I think, in second grade. Second grade, one of those two. Second grade, I had Mrs. Kenobi, and Case was in my class too, and yep. it was probably one of the most, like, one of the most memorable grades, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, looking back, she's still so connected to that class, and mm-hmm. She, just recently, she had us take a new class picture of that second grade class and um, of everybody that still remains at St. Edmund. And Mrs., I guess, Grandma Pat, Pat Hassid, um had us sign a t-shirt, or no, a pillowcase, my bad, yeah. that um, kind of like reflects on that class because mm-hmm. I guess really a start of something special for her with like a tradition she has going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that whole elementary time was was a fun, was a fun time. I miss being over in the elementary side sometimes, but a lot of good memories. But um, I guess going on in middle school, we have um, we have an interesting. We're, we're kind of chaotic in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, sixth grade you couldn't do. We couldn't start out in sports. You know, led into middle school, and finally in seventh grade we were able to start with our first sport. And I guess all of us was. We're all middle school football, right? Seventh grade. No, no, you're in no, cross country. I forgot. <laughs> and we had Mike Johnson as our head coach. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Mike yeah. Johnson, Rick McCarville, and then uh, O'Toole. O'Toole. I think um, what's his name? We had we had like five coaches. Yeah, we I don't did. even remember. So some know. of them we don't even know that we. One of them we just called Coach Old Guy because we didn't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the upperclassmen called us. So we just tr- kept the tradition going. Yep. Um. And then we also had, I guess, I guess Mike Johnson's really straightened us out, and it kind of kept us going for the rest of our high school career. Mm-hmm, yeah, we knew not to mess around with any football coach we had. Mm-hmm. He led on to keep coaching us through high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all four years. 
Oh, four years. No, sure. I thought he would took one year off, didn't he? Freshman year, maybe. Uh, he was there freshman year. Was he? Okay, yeah. I don't remember that. Sophomore, sophomore year might not have been. Yeah, I think he was gone sophomore year. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, yeah, they came back in you know, junior senior year to where mm-hmm. we we had him, and that was freshman year was a fun time though. Freshman year closer <laughs> with freshman John Bohr as our head coach oh, for football. Yeah. yeah, I remember uh, Grant Holder for. Offensive line. Look at him now. He's probably what five foot eight, one hundred fifty pounds maybe. <laughs> I really miss those seniors though. They were they were a fun bunch of guys. Yeah, so, those seniors were fun. But you know, uh, Sean Flaherty, um, Gabe Rodenberg, Jack Rasmussen, Jack Rasmussen, mm-hmm. Isaac Larson. <clears throat> yeah, we had a fun time that year. And then sophomore year. It was a good year, too. We beat Manson in overtime. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about that? <laughs> I think if anybody's going to talk about it, too. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was fun. I think I thought it was really cool. Come on, you got to tell the story. That Drew threw the ball to me. And yeah, you got to set the scene. <laughs> all, right, all right. No, so we're playing Manson last game of the year. It was a big, big rivalry, and uh, it came down to the wire. And um, we go in overtime, and uh, uh, I think we ended up scoring first, and Elijah Littweiler got hurt on, like, the fourth down. Didn't it get to double overtime maybe, too? Uh, yeah, it, it went to double overtime or whatever. And we were just we kept going back and forth, back and forth, and then uh, Elijah Littweiler was the quarterback, and he got hurt. So they put Drew in as quarterback. And then they, one pass yeah, in that for career. One, one play that we never practiced for and practiced before in practice. And uh, Coach Dillon told me to line up at uh, receiver on the right-hand side. And I was uh, he told me to run a slant if it was open. And if not, Drew was to hand the ball off to someone else. And so me and Drew kind of saw what they were lining up in defense. It was like a cover three, and we could have broke it easily with a slant. So he kind of gave me the look, and I knew that he was going to throw me the ball. So when he snapped it, I just like went really quick. I jabbed to the outside, and then I cut in really hard, and Drew threw me the ball, and I, I caught it, and we scored the game-winning touchdown. And and then Jackson Bemerick lifted me up in the air, and that's where the famous case-closed picture came from, and it was awesome. I remember Sean actually texted me and the next morning at like 6 a.m. and showed me the newspaper article, yeah. and I thought <laughs> that was really Back to cool. learning papers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was really neat. But, yeah, that game will forever be memorable for all the seniors in my grade, and it was just it was a good time. And then we did it again this year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We beat them again. Closed them, closed them out in double overtime again. Yeah. But going back on sophomore year, not only that, we also – uh, pulled out through some state titles. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. We had some, we had some good, uh, some good work done down. Yeah, the, the state four track. by one and the four by four, one state. We had me, Case, Sean Newell, and Charlie Shelley, in the four by one, and the four by four was me, Sean Newell, Charlie, and Andrew Gibb, and we ended up bringing home some titles for Saint Edmund that year. Mm-hmm. Our four by two would have. But we got disqualified from uh, exchange, but we learned from our mistakes. And we got Andrew Gibb was in the open eight down there. I was in the open two. Charlie in the open four. Charlie in the open four. I had the D-Med down there, too. D-Med down there. Sprint Med got third. We had a good, really, yeah, good was, races that year. Yep, it was a good time that year. And then last year, 
got uh, unfortunately uh, um, canceled because of COVID nineteen. But yeah, what did you guys think of uh, our junior year football season? It was, uh, it was, it was all right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it's what we needed for this year, like this past year, you know, to really grow into like who we are. Because you know, we realized that uh, we needed to work harder, and you know, we did. Like I remember, we would do um, like seven on seven, mm-hmm. you know, like at Case's house, and then the, um, just at the arena. Off season. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Of, everyone put a lot of work in, mm-hmm. and then you know, I think that really, really culminated this year in our our twenty twenty season being you know so successful and having the winning re- winning record uh, for the first time in a while. I think that we really just thought everything was going to come to us that junior year because looking at our team, we were pretty solid, but just things didn't fall into place right and just ended up with injuries and other things, just didn't end up being the season we wanted for football, and it led into us having a more successful finishing, what, five and no, three. Th- five and three, five and three. And overall and five and two in the regular season. Yeah. yeah. Now those are some memorable games. Memorable and that's the games. only only time we ever finished with a positive record in our high school career. Yep. And only time we ever won a homecoming and senior night in our career also, I think. Yep. Which is really special for us. Yeah, senior night was uh, North Union. North Union. Yep, that was a Thursday night game. That was fun. Um, yeah. And then homecoming was Bishop Garrigan. I forgot that was a Thursday night game. That was weird. That was, too. That, that was weird, but like... I think it's because Dodgers might have had a home, home game that Friday. Yep. And then... But on homecoming night, we really put a show on. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <That was laughs> Going fun. against Bishop Garrigan, who we've also never beaten our high school crew before that game. Yeah, that and was fun. Put up what, like fifty points on them? Like sixty. Yeah, like sixty-three, sixty-four to. Yeah. To like fourteen. Yeah. Because yep. I think I, I had three touchdowns. I had one. You had one. Parker, I think, had two. I think Drew might have rushed in for one. Drew had one or two. two. Yeah. Remember, because yeah. yeah, one at the end and the one. And the end. don't forget about Brock's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brock's. <laughs> Coach Dylan sends Brock in at tailback. Yep. So I, I, what happened was a few plays earlier we were on defense. Um, Adam pinned against their uh, line. You know, maybe twenty yards in. I made a tackle and I go down with both calves cramping out, just really, really, really bad. And so I go out for a few plays and we end up getting the ball back, I think, after a punt. Yeah, and we get down five. there to the 20 and the coach is like, Brock, you know what to do. <laughs> and so we got down to like maybe the five after a few plays and it was first down and he sends me the tailback and we, you know, I go and get stopped twice and you know right at the line maybe like a one yard gain and then it was third down but I thought it was fourth down so <laughs> I get the ball and there's just immediately a wall a wall of just black jerseys or white jerseys and I have the ball and I look back as I'm falling and I see Drew right there and I just take it I pitch in the ball and Drew runs around a little curve and then ends up dragging like two Garrigan players into the end zone and we scored on that play. I remember being right next to that and I was thinking, what is Brock doing? I was so confused. I I watched the film, their coach threw down his clipboard between his legs, he was that mad. (laughs) The play went on Twitter later that night and Iowa Central Rugby team was trying to recruit Brock after that. It was a fun night. That was definitely One of the most memorable plays, I think, from senior year. I mean, I just think just a memorable season in general. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, and that uh, set, you know, set me up to, to go play football elsewhere. And, um, you know, what are you guys doing after graduation? I thought we should probably mention that. I'll be probably attending Iowa Central, majoring in business. 
Um, and Case? I'm going to work for my dad's company and uh, become a journeyman electrician. And you're going to be going to ABC Electrical in that time, right? Yep, down in awesome. uh, Des Moines uh, School. Uh, it's called ABC. And I'll be down there doing some classes, uh, training, and then working full-time for my dad when I'm not down there. So. And we're going to be graduate. Well, I guess we have two and a half days of school left. We've all been here, what, 13, 13 years? Here, yeah, my whole 14 life. years. Yeah. I've been here since preschool. I've been here since kindergarten. Yep. And it's been a journey. It has been. It's been a lot. <laughs> lot of fond memories and well, stuff we'll never as we start to get ready to close season one of the gale cast we will for the second part of this episode have our incoming seniors jordan putney and neely nordstrom interview senior ella verotney i'm neely nordstrom and i'm jordan putney and we are juniors and we're going to be interviewing ella verotney about her career at st Edmund before she graduates Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. So, Ella, I've known you for a very, very long time. And do you have any memories from St. Ed's that just like stick out to you? Um, I talk about this one a lot, but uh, I like the choir memories like we have, especially like Dorian, which is like a vocal festival that like only a select few go to in like Allstate. But uh, Dorian is probably one of my favorites because uh, it's like during the winter time and we have like climb this hill. We had to climb this hill to get to these dorms because we got to spend the night at uh, Luther College. And Maggie Lennon, uh, a senior in my grade, she she like fell down the hill and because it was so icy. So like, I don't know. We just have a lot of like goofy memories from choir trips and things like that. So um, how many times have you made it to Allstate? Um, three years. I did not make it my freshman year. Um, none of us did. Hallie Ean was an alternate though, but yeah, I mean, so, I'm definitely. Do you have any like memories that are really important from Allstate or anything that really yeah. stood out? Yeah, I think like mostly like the progress we all made, but like especially me individually. Um, freshman year didn't make it. It was really tough, and then sophomore year I was really thankful I didn't make it freshman year because it made me like work really hard, and then it kind of just got easier from that just because. I don't know, I put in a lot of work and I had a lot of help from Mr. Wagner and I learned a lot, so. I feel like your grade especially has so much musical talent. Yeah. Vocally, all of you are so talented. Inquire, our grade would look up to your grade. Aww. Yeah, I, I love it, I love our grade. The music department will miss you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so like, um, some people don't know exactly what Allstate is, so do you want to talk a little bit about what that is and like what it means to go and how you get to Sure, Austin. yeah. So I'm not sure the number. I know it's like, looking at the percentages, I think it's like 2% of um, kids in Iowa. So any grade, freshman to senior year in high school, you audition um, on a normal year. So not this year, but my uh, sophomore and junior year, you get you just practice about five pieces of music that um, they provide for you and the day of your auditions about five in the morning you get the cuts so like a measure to a different measure and you need to prepare that for a judge and it's a little nerve-wracking um you can perform yourself or you can perform in a quartet but you can only have one voice part so like i'm a soprano and um in the past i've had like quartets and things like that but 
you go and perform in front of a judge at some school. It's usually kind of far away, so I make a fun trip out of that. And um, I one year got a callback, so it's kind of like they couldn't decide if they wanted me or not. Um, so I get like a second chance, and I go perform myself or audition myself in front of three judges. And um, yeah, it's it's a really awesome experience, but very scary. But um, I hope that you know you guys and freshmen, sophomores. I hope <laughs> they try and audition because even if like even though it is kind of scary, I mean it's made me so much more confident in my singing because even though I had help from Mr. Wagner, um, I've definitely improved a lot from that experience. Yes, I hope our music program continues to flourish yeah, as it has. I think too. Mr. Wagner is amazing. Yeah, and I know music. all of us seniors would love to see that. So, yeah. Yes. Um, so we ask everybody the same three questions, okay. or Sean and Brock did, yeah. <laughs> at the end of every episode. So, um, who is a mentor or role model that has inspired you? Uh, definitely Mr. Wigner, because like I said before, I've improved so much. I mean, I came in as a freshman and like softball was my like goal in life. Like I just wanted, I wanted to play softball in college and not that I lost passion, but I grew a lot of passion for, for music and um, yeah he's just he's really helped me become a better musician so. What is a all-time favorite memory that you have from St. Edmund from out your whole career here? Oh that's a tough I know one that sticks out is the showcase and like kind of just this year in general I mean it was really difficult to get used to things with COVID but yeah. um, so much positivity came out of it and like so thankful for things that we take for granted. So I'm just really happy we had um, a showcase, even though it wasn't the traditional musical we have. Um, do you have any advice that you would like to share for anybody or incoming high schoolers? Um, yeah, I think um, musically or however you want to put it, just be confident. I mean, I know a lot of people, like you said, you guys look up to us because of like music and things, but I think um, you guys are all capable of doing the same things we do. We're not any different than you. Just putting in work and effort and being positive. Positive and mindset is a big, a big deal to me. So I think if you guys stay positive, you can do anything. So. All right. Thank you, Ella. And now back to Sean and Brock. As we start to wrap up the episode, Case, we like to ask everybody we interview these three questions to each person. And the first question being, who is a mentor or role model that has inspired you? Um, I think the biggest role model for me has probably been uh, Coach Dylan. Um, he's he's kind of, he hasn't been there the whole way, but uh, this the three years he was here from sophomore to senior year, he's really taught us all a lot, and he's always been there for us. And he's taught us to have fun on and off the field, and that uh, being a football player is important, but also being a father is important, being a husband, being a son, and um, all of that is really important. And um, I still hope to keep in contact with him after I graduate. I'm sure I will because my little brother is going to be going through his program, so hmm. I'm sure I'll be seeing him around. So, yeah, Coach Dillon, I'd say for sure. Definitely. So what's a favorite memory or two that you have from your time here at St. Um, 
favorite memories. Um, I got to go back to sophomore year. I think that was just my my favorite year. We uh, definitely beating Manson overtime and catching the game winning touchdown. That was one of my favorites. And then anchoring the four by one at state and winning that. That was those have been my two kind of favorite memories I've had from uh, sporting sporting wise. So for sure. And for the last question, do you have any advice that you'd like to share to anybody listening? Um, I would just take it slow and really cherish it because it, it's it really flies by and it's kind of just setting in now like we got two weeks left and it's going to be kind of difficult to not see all your friends every day and to never put on those jerseys again and go out there and play with your friends it's kind of sad to think about but I think in the future when you get to watch your kid put on that jersey and watch them excel in sports and in the classroom it'll be it's uh, really good to look back on. So I would just take it slow and make memories and be involved and, and just enjoy it while it lasts. But, yeah. Well, thank you, Case, for joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening and for your continued support of the podcast. Uh, real quick, before we close out, I want to give a thank you to uh, Mr. Tom Micklow, uh, Ms. Abigail Glass, Brady, our, our son guy behind the scenes, uh, Mr. Patterson, who is also part of our Sound and Technology Board. Uh, you guys make the show really run, and you're the reason it gets out there. And Claire, thank you for your ideas, uh, you know, all this past few months. So, And with that being said, I'm Sean Flattery. And I'm Brock Stonick. And this is the wrap-up of Season 1 of the Gale Cast. <laughs>